Welcome to the Art and Science of Joy podcast. This podcast is all about inspiring people to live more joyfully. So if you're seeking a bit more joy in your own life or seeking to bring some more joy to the lives of others, then this podcast could well be for you. And welcome to the Year of Joy series in which I talk to experts on special powers, which we call joy superpowers, each and every one of us can cultivate in order to build more joy into our lives. I'm Andrew Cannon, and I have the honor to be your host. And in this episode, I'm excited to be talking with Kelly Swanson Jakes about the joy superpower of self-love. Kelly is indeed a self-care strategist, a nationally published author, professional speaker, and blogger. Kelly works with organizations who want achievable strategies to slay burnout and optimize their team's total health. She also coaches others to put their own self-care first so they can fully live their lives and better serve the world. Kelly is the author of the bestseller, Martinis and Menopause, Strategies, Science and Sips that empower women to beat the hormone groan and hosts a popular blog on women's health and wellness. When not working, Kelly enjoys traveling to cool venues for scuba diving and performing in live theater productions. Welcome to the show, Kelly. Thank you so much, Andrew. <laughs> it's always lovely to you know to hear your introduction. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, that's she sounds cool. <laughs> she is cool. She is cool, Kelly. Cool, and she's wearing cool glasses. Um, and I'm super happy to have you on the show. So let's start with a definition. How? What's your definition of self love? My definition of self-love is caring for yourself as you would your child or your best friend. Self-love really is about knowing who you are and what you need to make you tick or to make you happy, to make you feel like you're alive. I've been talking about self-love for quite a while now, and it's interesting because I put it also in terms of self-care, right? Mm. Which is, it kind of was a darling in the wellness industry a couple of years ago. And now there's a lot of um, back and forth talk about self-care. Some people feel like if you say self-care, you're just putting another burden on a person of what to do today. Oh, yes, I know I need to exercise. I know I need to eat better. Um, I know I need to do this and that. And it adds to people's overwhelm. And that is what I don't want people to take away from this. Self-love really starts as an attitude in yourself that I am worthy mm. of care. I, myself, am worthy of being cared for. So this the sense yeah. of knowing and understanding your self-worth ultimately. Yes. And for some people, that's harder than others, depending on how we were raised and the situations we find ourselves in um, to feel that you have value. But every person can start on that journey of self-love, even if you have negative thoughts about yourself, because that's one of the uh, strategies I teach is let's recognize the negative thoughts we have mm -hmm. about ourselves. And I find women in particular um, often are enculturated. We are to have lots of negative thoughts about ourselves. 
So even if you feel like, well, I'm not this or that, or I don't look like this, or I don't have her personality, or I have not had this, this, whatever it is, wherever a person is, you can start by, you know, taking a breath and being still, recognizing what you're saying to yourself, and you have the power to change one thought. You have the power to say, I'm going to love myself today. I'm going to take care of myself today. Everybody can say that. And when you speak like that and think like that, then it does begin to turn your actions and you can start to change to where you do um, realize your worth and your value just as a human being, just who you are. You are, yeah. And it's amazing, you know, this negativity bias that we seem to have as as humans when we look at the world in general also applies equally to when we look at ourselves, it seems. So when we look in the mirror, we're more likely to pull out the three things that we don't like about our bodies or our face than the one thing that we like. So that just seems to be a natural reaction. So if we're not consciously doing something about it, our default tends to be negative, I think. I do believe the default is negative. And I don't know why human beings are like that. There, well, there's a lot of reasons. But, mm. um, you know, we tend to internalize messages we look at, messages we see, whether that's on our phone screen, our social media, our, our televisions, you know, whatever it is. We, It's easier, it seems like, to take in the negative. But that's what I'm saying. No. <laughs> We, you got to get up in the morning with a smile on your face and show the world all the love in your heart. You know, that kind of attitude is so much happier and so much, it feels so much better. Oh, it certainly does. It certainly doesn't. We're not going to go all the way down the, the rabbit hole of um, the human brain or indeed the whole rabbit hole of social media. Um, but one thing I want to touch on on social media when we talk about self-love um, and we can we can see a thing where you know people or certain people are putting out uh, an image, you know, which is an unrealistic image of themselves, um, almost a negative sort of self love in a way um, can come across rather than a positive self love. So I'm wondering how you see the the line between those two things of you know loving yourself in a positive way and having a negative or almost narcissistic self-love. I think it comes down to, again, to the core of who are you? Who who do you see yourself are as a person like myself? I'm Kelly. I'm a 61-year-old woman. Yes, I've done all these things in my life. But I'm also little girl Kelly. I'm also baby Kelly. She lives in here, right? Um, right. Adolescent Kelly lives in here. So I think... The, the line to me is most people who go to that narcissistic self-love and the image, they really are doing it out of um, insecurity. Mm-hmm. They don't love themselves as they are and must create the image for the world to see. The image they would like to be, the image they hope others see them as. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, it comes down to that authenticity. And when I talk to audiences, 
in corporations or associations or across the world, wherever I'm speaking about this, I talk about self-care. I talk about resilience, which self-care is a huge, self-love is a huge tenant of how do you become a resilient human being? Mm. Because, because the, the self, most people, Andrew, are not the narcissists. No. Most people are not crossing the line of saying, you know, I'm going to take care of myself to the detriment of all of the rest of the world. No, no. Most of us are the opposite. We care so much for other people. Mm. We have compassion or um, caring for our families, for uh, our the work that we do. I speak a lot in in healthcare um, realms, the prof- healthcare professions. That all it is is caring for other people, right? Most people give and give and give themselves away to their jobs, to their families, to those they love, to those uh, less fortunate than themselves. So really, I tend to ignore yeah. the narcissistic self-love type of folks because to me, they're not real. They're not authentic. Yeah. The authentic self-love is I know who I am. I know I am not perfect. I am sometimes difficult to live with and difficult to be around, but I know who I am. And to me, that is the is the basis of the self-love is accepting yourself for who you are. That's brilliant. Thank you for clearing that up. And I think I agree with you. I think that most people don't need to worry about that, that most people, I think, are underselling themselves, under um, giving themselves um, a pat on the back, a hug, whatever they, they should be doing to to promote their self-love, which we'll get on to in a bit. But before we do that, um, what about your own journey with self-love? Is there anything you'd like to share with with the audience? Um around how you got to do what you're doing. <laughs> yes, how did I get to do it? <laughs> yes, um, well, I have, a, of course, a, a whole cadre of stories, but I was speaking, um, I've been speaking for over 15 years, and about five or six years ago, I, I really came into the self-love. I thought, we've, we've got to talk about self-care, because I've been in the healthcare industry forever. My first degree was a Bachelor of Science in Dental Hygiene. Mm-hmm. And I went on to get a master's and all of that, but I speak in healthcare. I've worked in healthcare. My, my dear husband is a retired general surgeon in medicine. So healthcare was our lives, you know, and I saw my husband giving himself away into his profession. You know, there, there will never not be sick people. You know, he worked in the hospital system, uh, in, in healthcare system. And I was watching he, him and his colleagues and myself and my colleagues, like dental hygienists, they just burn out. Like their bodies can't take it anymore. The, you know, I was watching burnout happen. And I thought, we've, we've got to stop this. Right. We've got to get the message of we are important. And when you fall down, think of everyone else who falls down with you. And, um, you know, my husband had a career ending episode where he, couldn't get out of bed and he was done. He was Sorry done. To hear. Yeah. yeah. And he was, was fine now. We're great, you know, but it was a year of a lot of work and a lot of sleep for him. Big part of his self-care journey. And, you know, the yeah. other story I like to tell Andrew is um, in 2020, when COVID happened, I had just been diagnosed with 
uh, breast cancer. And there's a whole story there, but it necessitated me having two major surgeries and a full double mastectomy. And, you know, I was like going full bore before this happened. <laughs> and, you know, I was um, leading an association and I was, you know, running all over the country with my business. And I realized, okay, holy cow. It, it was another marker of this is why mm. we take care of ourselves. And because I already had so many principles in my life that I have just embodied and I've learned over the years, <clears throat> uh, chiefly gratefulness is one of them. I was able to go through that year like a house on fire. You know, that was part of my attitude was F you cancer. You're not bringing me down. Mm -hmm. I'm going to continue with my life. And, you know, I did a whole... YouTube series on Kelly beats breast cancer, because for me, that was part of the self-care was I, I need to draw my community around me. And that is a, a, a really a tenant of self-love who is around you. Who do you surround yourself with? And I needed my community. I needed to talk to my community. I needed people to know what I was going through. And um, through that, I received, you know, so much positivity from the world and from individuals. So to me, self-love is, it's that mindset is I'm worth it. And what do I need to do today to take care of myself? So it's a big part of self-reflection, I suppose, that comes of this. You can't just jump into it, or you could, I suppose, and explore along the way um, is one option. And then, but to actually pause and sort of ask that question, who am I? And maybe also reflect on that inner child that you talked about, that not just who you are as a mature adult, but who really is inside you. What, is, yes. what do they need? Uh, what do they need? And how are you today because of who you were then? Mm. Compassion so, for yourself. Having compassion for yourself, yeah. compassion for your younger self. Um, you know, even things in our adult life, maybe choices we made that we are not particularly proud of, or we feel we made a mistake or acted in ways that we wish we had not had mm -hmm. act. And um, mo many people, most of us have episodes like that in our lives. And it's having compassion and forgiveness for yourself. Because, yeah. you know, many people... Even when I raised my children, my children are in their 30s. Well, back then we spanked kids. You know, we grabbed them by the arm and spanked their bottoms and we sat them down and said, now you sit there and behave, right? Well, parenting is so different. And I wouldn't do that today from what I know about parenting and child psychology. But I can't blame myself. I have to say, I did the best I could at that time with what I knew. Yeah. And I wasn't being evil. I wasn't being mean. I was, you know, I, I wasn't that type of parent, but that's just one baby little example of mm -hmm. we need to have compassion for ourselves because most people, most people are trying to do the best they can. Yeah. At whatever it is that, you know, work family, most of us are trying to do the best we can. Yeah, no, no, I get that. And even the moments when we underform in that respect, right, when maybe we don't even try our hardest at a given time, at least having that realisation, that recognition at that moment, I wasn't at my best. And that's OK. Yes. You 
Yeah. We are human. No, we're we human. are not perfect Thank beings. <laughs> you like, know, I mean, right. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> I have a, um, a speaker colleague. I just love her. Uh, her name is Jess Pettit. And um, one of the things she says is good enough now. This right. is good enough for now. Yeah. You know, give mm-hmm. yourself a break. Right. Yeah, but the world is pushing us in in yeah. so many ways, right? To be to be better, to be be faster, more efficient, more productive, oh. more, more, yes. more, 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 more. Yes. Right. And that's like one of the challenges I see today related to self love in, in today's world is that very thing you just said is we have this hustle mindset. We have been told, we believe that to be busy is to be valuable. Oh, I'm so busy. How was your day? Oh, I was so busy. Baba, ba ba ba. Oh, work is so busy. You know, and we wear busyness as a badge of I am good. I am valuable. I am productive. But that hustle mentality, that busyness of never slowing down, that is an enemy to us if we're trying to care about ourselves and love ourselves because we all we all only have 24 hours in a day every human and we have to sleep (laughs) we have to eat we have to you know care for others Mm -hmm. and we need to care for ourselves and some people you know there are there are of course seasons in our lives that are much more busy and Mm -hmm crazy than others you know if you've got young babies you've got babies hanging off your chest eating you know you've got sick parents you're caring for you've got a crisis happening somewhere yes of course there are seasons you know when my mother last year fell and broke her hip she's doing great by the way now she fell and broke her hip that was a month of out my life you know I, I was there, I was planning care, I was spending the night, I was getting her up in the middle of the night. You know, there's seasons, yeah. right? When your your routine or your or your self-care, self-love, it takes mm-hmm. a hit, of course. Um, but in general, it's a mindset is I matter. Keeping myself physically and mentally well is my job, number one. Yeah. And that's where I think people also, um, they they think, well, if I do this, it's selfish. And, and you know, self-care is way more than booking a massage for yourself or getting a pedicure. Mm-hmm. That is, those are acts that we do. Self-care and self-love is that attitude, is that mindset of, I need to take care of myself. Because why? Then I am better. I am better wife. I'm a better mom. I'm a better employer. I'm a better employee, right? I'm a better human being for the world when I am caring and loving myself. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That's a great shift, isn't it? Um, You know, I remember in our research when we did the foundational research on joy that, you know, it it really is that, that well-being you know, and that's your, obviously your physical, emotional, spiritual, mental well-being. Yeah. That is a result of your self-love, right? Those things don't come from abusing yourself. Those things come right. from treating yourself with respect and appreciating and valuing your self-worth. And yes. that has to be the foundation. You cannot 
spend enough time helping others and loving others if you don't love yourself i think it's also that is short term yeah you could do it but not no you're right i mean if you're not i mean I, I I go into corporations and businesses and speak about this right at at their meetings or annual conferences or whatever. And it's like, as an employer, do you want your employee just like dragging in, you know, barely attitudinally not being there or um, showing up, but they're not really engaged because they're they're burnt out. They're yeah. Give, give, give. And, and that's what I, that's my message is really stop. Be still. Mm-hmm. Care for yourself. Then you will be a better fill in the blank. Yeah. I love it, Kelly. You said some wonderful tips. I wrote down, I think, one, two, three, four of them at least. I've got gratitude. I've yes. got who you surround yourself with, your your friends, your community. Um, I've got compassion. Um, yeah. So those are the three that I sort of noted down. Are there any I've missed? Are there any other sort of things you would say, right, um, if we're talking about self-love, these are some of the, the tips that you would also recommend our, our listeners to, to Yes, because sometimes we need, like, what to do, and then it gets us in the right direction Mm -hmm. and so what i have a very simple practice um and anyone can do this no matter what your headspace is and that is when i get up wake up in the morning and you know throw the covers off i'm going to put my feet on the floor i have trained myself when my feet hit the floor i go thank you thank you as i'm walking you know to the restroom the sink whatever thank you because when you start your day saying thank you, and it doesn't matter who or what you're saying thank you to, you are putting a gratitude message into the world, right? That I am grateful I'm alive. Mm-hmm. So I, that's simple, right? You just train yourself, take a, a a week or so, but no matter how you're feeling, thank you. So it's it's a simple thing, but it starts that. Um, the other thing I, I spoke about is being aware of your head trash, your negative, mm. right? Because when we are saying to myself, oh, whatever, I'll never get that promotion. I'm so fat. I have, you know, <laughs> why can't I this, that, or other? Then you say, oh, wait, stop. That's a negative. You recognize it. And you mm. can replace it. Usually you can replace it with a positive. Another, um, activity that people can do that I find really enlightening is even if you only have five minutes, you sit down pen and paper and think, what is all the, what are all the good things I've done this week? Mm. Right. I wrote a card to my friend. I took the kids to soccer. I made a really nice dinner for my family. I whatever and expand it because when you look at your life, in a positive way, what are all the things I've accomplished or that I've done or that I'm proud of? Like, I'm proud that me personally have raised with the help of my partners, you know, two children who are, they're, they're, they're thriving. They, you know, Mm. they launched. I'm proud of that. That's something I did. And that was, you know, many, many 
years of making choices and trying to do the best I could at the time. Um, but we forget sometimes mm. all that. We, how did you get into the job you're in right now? Did you, was it a thing that you fell into and, oh, wow, I'm so grateful for that. Or is it something you work towards, you know, and here you are. Wow. I, I, I accomplished this. What do I want to do next? You know, to, to, to take a, a kind of a journaling of your life. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. And I like the thought that, okay, there are these big moments, but let's also celebrate the little things yeah. that we put a little extra effort into the dinner or, you know, we, yeah. we remember somebody we... folded and put away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any teenagers maybe. out oh, there, maybe. I pick my clothes up off the floor. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, I just think it's so it's it's so important to do that. Another um another practice that I have created in my life and and um there's a different um people who speak about doing things like this, but at night, you know, I'm I'm a big proponent. I can do a whole talk for you on sleep hygiene and how to prepare your brain and body for rest. So you can get better sleep. But um, one thing I do is once I'm in bed, my light is on. I'm a reader, so I'm always reading. But yeah. even before I read, I get in bed. I take a breath. I close my eyes. And I do a review of the day. Mm-hmm. And anything that I maybe I spoke harshly to someone, maybe I responded in a way or did something I was not at my best. I forgive myself. Okay, tomorrow, or I'll talk to that person. And then I go through the day and I think of everything that I liked about the day that happened. You know, like tonight, I'll be saying, Oh, it's so great to be on my podcast with Andrew. Mm-hmm. And I and I give gratitude and thanks for the good things of the day. And then I think about the tomorrow and I say, Tomorrow's going to be a good day. And then I can go to sleep. And I've so I've reset my it's a mindset. I have reset. My mindset um, to get rid of the negative. Yeah. Y'all have hard days. And believe me, I also have hard days and hard times in relationships you work through and uh, all that stuff. We all do. And then, but what was good about the day? Yeah. What, you know, could be Mm -hmm. anything. Yeah. So those are simple practices that. I'm a big proponent of thanking my body. Like when I work out, I thank my knees. Lately, I've been thanking my ankles. I play tennis. I thank my elbows. I thank my wrists. Mm. And I literally say it. Thank you, wrists. Thank you. Thank you, hips. Thank you, feet that I can walk. I mean, just that attitude of your body is the only place you're going to live. So, you know, let's take care care of it's only only place you got (laughs) i love it i love it kelly i love it kelly i mean you've shared i think a lot of things to do with mindset which is fantastic um but then you've also given people some fantastic practical advice on on how to do this which we're going to continue um when on the 21st of, of this month we'll be having the the live stream event um with some other self love experts talking more deeply on this topic so that's going to be fantastic but that's all we've got time for today except for one last question we always like to ask which is what brings you joy (laughs) thank you what brings me joy um i love a sunshiny day 
with bright, fresh air blowing. That brings me joy. Uh, my biggest hobby is performing in live theater. So being on a stage, moving a, an audience emotionally brings me joy. And all the process it takes to get to there. I mean, I'm in the middle of a production right now. We open on Friday. Wow. <laughs> a, a play called Exit Laughing, a very funny, funny comedy. Um, so it takes time for me to carve out time to do some of the things that, that bring me joy. I love to scuba dive. Well, that involves going somewhere, <laughs> getting in the water. You know, it involves a lot of things. Um, but I believe in in doing what you can to bring you joy. So, you know, laughing with my girlfriends brings me a whole lot of joy. So simple things, simple things, big and small. Um, Beautiful. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. And thank you so much, Kelly, for being on the show today. It was a pleasure and a joy chatting with you. <laughs> thank you, Andrew. And I hope your listeners enjoyed this podcast episode as much as I did. And I hope you feel inspired to cultivate your joy, superpower muscle of self-love. Um, if so, please check out the show notes for links to Kelly and her resources. If you're already a member of the Year of Joy community, please join us there in the forum where over the next few weeks we'll work together on integrating some of Kelly's tips into our lives. And if you're not already a member, um, please visit the Art and Science of Joy website to find out more about the community and how to join. Thanks once again for listening, and I hope you tune in for the next episode of the Art and Science of Joy podcast. Until then, stay well, stay joyful and spend some time loving yourself.